working free to get paid bigly. Listen in as the two business guys mastermind on all the ways that you can work for free and get really paid. Enjoy. This business podcast, The Two Business Guys Mastermind, uncovers for you secrets and share tips and tricks to entrepreneurship as they mastermind on how to have startup, operational, and overall business success so that you can go on to get better results. Enjoy. So, so everybody, you got to you you should have heard what Rob and I were just talking to, about <laughs> off screen, and it gets into our subject matter today. You know, it, can you can you work for free and get paid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you work for free? Can your business work for free and get paid? And here here's what we're talking about now. You know, off screen, Rob and I have been debating about the, you know, we debate about the stuff sometimes that we hire people to do. Mm-hmm. And one of the big uh, uh, conversations that came out of that without getting too far off of what we're going to be talking about today is, mm-hmm. well, the reason you're feeling the way you're feeling. Well, let, let's let's just let Rob tell it. Why am <laughs> oh. I feeling the way I'm feeling, Rob? Because I made it higher. And, right. I'm and it's not, not working out quite the way that we want to work. I like it. Like, I like that. The, the word you just said, you're not impressed. And that's a lot. That's a feeling that a lot of people have. Right. And, you know, Part of what I do is I teach leaders how to get the best out of those they lead. And when we have these conversations, a lot of times we as visionaries, we as leaders, we as kind of, you know, the the people who are trying to make things happen that have never happened before in life, we have this ability to see what's not necessarily there, right? We have a vision. We're able to see something in the future and then to build that and to bring that into reality. When you apply that to people, it's an amazing skill. It's an amazing quality where you can see the potential in people, right? But oftentimes, what we do then is we select people based off of potential and expect them to perform at their potential instead of being accurate about where they are currently, right? And and one of the things I talk about in potential versus performance, exactly. And one of the things I talk about in my in my um in, in my courses with my entrepreneurs is. You have to understand, right? This is this goes back to basic, like ninth grade science, right? You got potential energy and you have kinetic energy. In order for potential energy to become kinetic energy, some transformation has to happen, right? It's it's also defined, right? We talk about inertia. A thing at rest tends to stay at rest. A thing at motion tends to stay in motion. Mm-hmm. To change from either state, there has to be an external force placed on the thing. But oftentimes what we want is for the person to have some sort of intrinsic motivation, some sort of internal drive that takes them from where they are when we find them to where we think they can be. Instead of realizing that your job as a leader is to do one of two things. It's to either A, hire competency and expect competency. So you're not looking for growth. You're not looking for potential. You're looking for right now production. Uh-huh. Or if you're hiring potential, Ugh, be aware 
of the fact that there is a growth process that has to happen in order for that potential to be realized. And that is why they need you as the leader. That is why your vision is so powerful. It is not because they're going to do the growing on their own. It's because you're going to set the stage, you're going to create the environment, and you're going to put in the requisite energy to growing them. But oftentimes, we do both at the same time instead of doing one or the other. We hire somebody who has potential, but we expect them to be competent now. Whereas they have given us no indication of competency now. And we have not forced them to do anything to show competency now, other than have a couple of conversations and say, well, yeah, it seems like, you know, okay, here's my what you're talking about. And I'll tell you, and that jumps us into the conversation, right? So, you know, to get some of that, Sometimes, and I've done this, we got to talk about this, man. I've done work for free, mm-hmm. right? And yes. got hired for the long term. And I tell yes. you what, it, and it was hard to work for free. So here's the question for you guys out there. Can your business work for free? Now, metaphorically or real? How can, you know, metaphorically, okay, you're going to you know, reduce the amount from what you normally do to impress and show mm-hmm. that you can get the job done. Right. But it also now it's unfortunate and certain. I used to say this all the time to businesses. Hey, look, why don't we bring them on and just see what they do? Oh, you can't do that. There's laws against that. Right. Once they come on the premises, they are an employee. Well, you know, that's unfortunate. But when it comes to like sales, when I was helping sales folks. Yeah. And it's also a lot of people. See what they do. They don't know the law. Right. Like, again, and, and this is, you know, I get frustrated because. Everybody that's not a lawyer is always going to try to tell you what the law is. Now, I am not a lawyer currently. I I used to play one on TV. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm a retired attorney, so I'm not giving anybody legal advice ever, ever, ever again. I don't argue with them. (laughs) Right? But so often what you see in in situations is you have people who who their job is compliance. Their job is make sure you play within the lines. But they're incentivized to make sure you never come close to the lines. That means they're doing a really good job. So what they do is they create lines inside the lines to make, make sure, sure you're extra close, not you're extra, extra close. Right. <laughs> and then they convince you that those are the real lines. So they'll say stuff like you can't bring somebody on. In an without showing capacity, fully hiring them. And that's not true. true. And if, if, if you think that it's not true, think about all of the temp staffing agencies that exist in their entire business model is bringing people on without fully hiring them. Think about all the college internships that happen at NBA clubs, at NFL clubs, right? Where people are literally going to work for $500 stipends or for free sometimes at these spaces. And it's actually sanctioned by the school. So if you just take a step back and you realize that those programs exist, so it must be legal because otherwise, right, the, Na- the National Labor Review the Labor Relations Board would be all over those places. But again, people will say, well, you can't do that. And, 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 and I like, um, there's, a, there's a Lao Tzu quote that said, or uh, maybe it's Confucius, it's one of the two, I can't remember, but it, it basically said this, the person who thinks that a thing is impossible should not bother the person who is doing it. <laughs> All right. So you heard it there. Can't yet when we originally posed this question, right? As we think about how we're going to mastermind on this thing and how we then from that mastermind is how is it going to be of service and of help to you? Right. When we say you throw it out there, hey, can you work for free? I bet you're over there going, I've got this kind of business. I can't work for free. Yeah, but um uh, you got a restaurant business, that's fine. Can you give away free samples? 
Can you get people interested in what the chef has prepared for the coming week? Mm. It's kind of the test model, right? Or, you know, Gary V talks about jab, 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 right hook. Right hook. I want right. y'all to pay attention to what Randy just did. He just dropped a nugget on you. I, I, I just want to pause. I just want to let it marinate for a little bit because he just dropped a gem. We're going to come back to it, but he just dropped something that, that, that is really deep. So go ahead. Keep going, brother. So think about this now. You're going out there working for free. We got to kind of get that framework. And what it is, is you're basically proving value first. And I can tell Rob, my business has gone skyrocketed, I should say, because I've been giving more away. Mm. I thought you know, to a guy that's like, look, I'm all about that profit, mm-hmm. right? I'm all about making sure everything is monetized. I help people do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And the prospect of giving something away free just was foreign to me. Yes. Until I started doing it. Exactly. And started seeing how much comes back, right? And we can go into some some specific examples, but let's, let's talk a little bit about what is the framework of free? Mm, that's a good question. And so I, I think that for a lot of people, at least from my perspective, that you got to you first have to take inventory, right? You got to take inventory of where you are. Now, there are certain people that are along the spectrum and you're already proven. You know that you know that you know that you're good at what you do. And you also have a whole bunch of other people who can vouch for you being good at what you do. When you're looking at this, giving stuff away for free is a different is a different concept. And that's why I told you that, that Randy was dropping some nuggets. He was dropping some nuggets specifically for people who are very good at their craft already. If you if you pay attention and we'll come back and he'll explain it to you. What he just talked to you about is you got to redefine free. But we'll come back to that. But for you people who are starting your business, you're just beginning to come into that space. You know that you have a passion for something. You know that you have maybe even a talent for it, but it's unproven. You've only done it for you and maybe a couple of people in your family or whatever the case may be. Free is a different thing. What you're actually what you're actually gaining by giving your talents away or by interning or by 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 going and working for someone free is you're gaining reps in the game. You're gaining opportunities to prove your worth, to show your worth, and you're gaining testimonials. You're gaining understanding of the value proposition. You're gaining so much information into your ideal client and into your craft that you're actually Without understanding it, you're getting to train and you're getting someone to help you train and you're not having to pay someone to help you train. So even though we think that we're getting we're giving our work away for free, we're giving this value away for free for the especially for the people that are at the the beginning of the spectrum. When you don't understand how valuable what you're giving away even is when you don't know that you're actually really good at it, what you're actually doing is you're not having to pay people to help you to learn that information. You could go and take courses. You could take classes. You can go to, 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 to universities. You can go to online gurus, et cetera, and pay thousands of dollars to learn that information. Or you can get into the marketplace, do it for free for a couple of people, talk to them back and forth and understand what the value is. And now you've just gotten an education ostensibly for free. And applied it. So, hey, you know, one of my big things, man, they called me the monetize your life guy is I show you how to monetize all of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? It, it's mm-hmm. so much fun. And when I started doing this stuff, right, it really came out of a conversation when I had with a guy. He says, if you're on this many committees, you're, you're, you're getting intellectually taken. He says some, yeah, some harsher words. He <laughs> says, don't let them intellectually take you. 
right? Intellectually mm-hmm. take you. I'm going to use that term. Mm-hmm. He said, because they will. They being whomever you're working for exactly. because the, the return. And I says, you know, I started saying what well, I still want to be a value. I still want to be a service. That's when I started building out the monetization model. Right. And I got a method, yes. you know, monetization model, monetization, the monetized model, uh, a method. Mm-hmm. And I started developing this because I wanted to be in a position where I could give, practice, learn, like Rob is talking mm-hmm. about, or jab, jab, jab. And then when I hit them with the right hook, it is not only the right hook of, okay, you can pay me now because I've proven my value. You've worked for free and then you found a way to get paid. But if you're working for free and you are monetizing that activity, you guys, are you tracking this? Now this and, and Randy, monetizing I, 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 I the want you to, I want you to break that down a little bit because I, 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 I want I want all of the listeners to get this right here because this is gold. This is this is so powerful. So talk to them, especially the when you're going and talking and we're talking about the group that, that they know they're good at what they do. They're not learning anymore. They're not. They're just right. Talk to them about like break down that whole process of I'm going to do this for free so that you understand how good I am at what I do so that you bring me on like break that down. Cause that was, that was deep. So here it is. It's like you are recording the practice and then you're going to use that recording as a part of your product. Right? So let's just say you're building a product. You're going into a new area, right? You're going into NFTs, right? You know, what are these non-fungible tokens? What is that stuff? Mm-hmm. Right? So you are literally, you know, saying to someone, hey, let me come on and practice for you. And if I can do a good job for you, then maybe you can hire me to be the person that just does take your stuff and create NFTs from them. Right. If you guys don't know NFTs, non-fungible tokens, go look it up. It's kind of the area that, you know, a lot of things are going into or some things are going into. Right. So you're coming on and saying, I don't really know a lot about this, but I'd like to practice in an applied way. Right now, we've heard that term before where you practice not for the sake of practicing, but you're practicing practicing in a way that you are trying to get better. Now, if you say, hey, I'll come on and I'll explore this in your area. In other words, it's kind of like subject to I'll embed myself in your business. But you're also capturing that doing you can literally start saying to yourself, hey, it's it's I did this. It's It's your blooper reel, if you will. Yeah. And how many times there was a whole TV show called bloopers. <laughs> they monetize mistakes. Are you kidding yeah. me right now? So you're yeah. monetizing your process. You're recording, mm. you learning this stuff, but then you also can see your progression, mm. right? You see your practice. You see, oh, I wasn't doing this a particular way. I had that my hands up like I was playing a guitar or something, but it's, <laughs> it, it applies to anything. And then now you're using that. You're productizing the practice. Yes. Are you kidding me right now? And then at some point you're going to be able to say to folks, hey, let me show you my journey. Yes. Are you are you interested? Come along. Now yes. you're building community because yes. they're looking at you like, hey, you're not the perfect person. You're a person that got to perfection by working. And if mm. you can do it, I can do it. Can you and productize you can that? <laughs> Absolutely. You're it's like you're you're saying to yourself, hey, listen, um, I want to come on, I want to do this thing for you, right? I'm not going to charge you. I just want to apply some things I've been learning, right? Mm-hmm. So you now you've gotten to a level and you say, I just want to apply it in your business now. Mm-hmm. And you say, what I, I'd like the permission to be able to record myself doing this stuff. There you go. Speaking, Rob, you know, when you first started your speaking business, mm-hmm. when you started, you had to practice, yeah. right? But you, you, you said to some folks, and this is getting into the examples because we talked about this. Hey, I'm going over to, you know, a Carolina or I'm going over to somewhere. And I says, well, what do you, because of course I'm saying, what are you getting for that? He says, well, I'm doing this for free. And I had the look on my face like, are you kidding me right now? 
But then once I got into the concept of productization, mm-hmm. being able to take something and monetize it mm-hmm. because you've created this thing, record it. So I says, okay, make sure you record it. Make sure you get it down. Mm-hmm. Now what we can do, everybody, is we can cre- spin up a YouTube channel. Exactly. Right now, and- here, here's the possibilities of, of yeah. taking that practice, product, the productized practice, yeah. and now monetizing it. Exactly. And the funny thing about it, because you said this earlier, it's like giving free samples, because like we were talking about when I went down to North Carolina, right, for the most part, especially the first time that I went and spoke, I spoke, everybody got to see me, we got testimonials, we got we but this was a, hey, everybody, here's this person that's doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that I've been back down to North Carolina since I got paid more. And I'm going a virtual where I'm getting paid twice as much as I got to go down there. And in all of those instances, I've got more gigs and more jobs because there's more exposure to more people. And it's so interesting because so often we feel like if we don't get the money right now, then we're not getting paid for it. And this is the thing that I wanted, that I wanted people to understand. You have to understand your business enough to realize that you can't, that, that, that the free stuff, quote unquote, that you're giving away is factored into the cost of the stuff when you get paid for it. So I give away an hour, two hours of my time to talk with potential clients that I'm working with to give them strategy, to give them guidance, to give them all the rest of that. But if I was to just charge my basic rate, which can be anywhere from 200 to $300 an hour for coaching, if I was to charge that rate, right, I would only make $200. However, because of what we do in that space, they're going to hire me to consult for my daily rate, which is multiple thousands of dollars. So I give away 200 to get thousands. It's like running an ad, everybody, right? If you're running an ad, I just, I was telling Rob earlier, I just got a bill from, from Facebook. And at first when I saw it on my email, I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't turn off a an ad, <laughs> right? But it was from some ads I had run prior to that. Mm-hmm. Main thing is, is that, look, you go do the work. You're practicing the craft. You're yeah. productizing that practice. And yeah. then you are now distributing it in a variety of ways. That is the gold. Yes. That is the monetization part, right? That's yeah. the method, if you will. Some of it. Yeah. That becomes what you can do in so many different areas. Now, this is something I'm excited about. When I used to, you know, read about some of the, uh, you know, the uh, writers that would always on some kind of speaking tour, right? Mm -hmm. Long before the book they were getting ready to write comes out, they're talking about the idea. Yes. Because they don't know, you know, they kind of, they have an idea, a hypothesis that it might work. Right. Now they go on these tours. Yeah. yeah, And they go on these tours talking about them. What are they doing? Generating buzz. It's brilliant if you think about it before it was before COVID, right? Right. And then they're, they're talking about this idea. They're getting feedback from the audience. The audience is like, nah, man, that can't be applied here. Uh, That's, 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 uh, that's garbage or whatever it is. They go back into the lab, refine it, get more information, go out again, test. What is that doing? Exactly. They're working for free and then boom, the product comes out, the book. Exactly. You're going, oh my gosh. This is interesting. This is dope because they went out and practiced for free on audiences, got feedback, came back in, created the process. But now that process has buzz. Mm. How many times have we seen something that we were like, there's no way you can do that. 
mm-hmm. CRISPR. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you're going to go and edit genes? Somebody <laughs> was talking about that because somebody yeah. had a hypothesis. Then they went on to, they start talking at conferences. They put yeah. people paper out there so that people can attack it. You can't do this. You're playing God, blah, blah, all these different things. And then they went back in the lab and says, well, I think we can. We've got a process. Let's try some things, right? Right. And now, here's the messaging that we need to do so that everybody understands what we're doing, because now we know what problems they need to deal with. I mean, and, and we, we've, we've both done this. And so I think the big thing that I want the audience to understand is this is part of every process. Big Multi-billion dollar multinational corporations have research and development divisions. Their whole job is to try stuff and figure it out. And they spend a percentage of every dollar to do that because they know that that's going to make money on the back end. It's an investment into the future. And so in the beginning, when you're when you're a beginning entrepreneur, your whole goal is, yes, you must work for free. But understand that you're not working for free if you read consider what you're actually doing is you're researching for free. You're getting people to participate in your research study and you're not having to pay them anything. You're getting buzz. You're getting advertising. You're getting all of this for free because you're willing to do that work and to exchange that. And you can see it differently. I remember, and you know, the thriving in chaos program, Uh Yeah, that program was two years in the making. The first group of people that I did it with were business owners that I knew that I said, hey, I got this process. I want to I want to try it out with you. They were friends of mine. They went free, ahead. By the way, guys, that's that's how I know. Exactly. <laughs> right. And we went through and I learned because it when it started, the craziest thing thriving in chaos is now a 12 week experience that started off as a as a half day seminar. And what I learned from teaching that half-day seminar was it was way too much information to try to take in in a half a day. While everybody that went through it said, man, this is amazing. Their ability to apply it over the long term was very difficult. So then we turned it into a full-day seminar. Full-day seminar was still too too much, especially because I added more stuff to make it a full-day seminar instead of just breaking it down and making the full day into the stuff that we did. But then I went to a six-week course little mastermind course. And that six week course, it gave me more information. We put more people through it. But when it was a full day seminar, and when it was a six week seminar, I was charging people now to take this seminar, making money on it, right? Did y'all just hear the steps from free, right? Because he invited a couple people to test it on. Mm -hmm. So so the question is, right, if you're just jumping into uh, what we're talking about here, can your company work for free to get paid? Now, you're, if you're over there shaking your head like this, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you know, right now, um, you can see me shaking my head. But if you're hearing us, right, I'm, I'm shaking my head. No, I can't. Yes, you can. And we're telling you the steps by which that works, Rob. And I tell you, you jump right into subject matter number three, mm. process to profits, right? And I wrote it like this, process your way to profits. Mm. And he just showed you, Rob just told you and showed you the process by which I talked a little bit earlier how you can productize and monetize practice. Yes. You trying things and your business consistently needs to try things. Do you have to have a big R&D budget? Nope. You have to have an idea and an audience to practice it on. And now keep in mind that so many people are on Zoom and so many ways you can do it. You can spin up your whole YouTube channel about practicing your craft. Now think about I want to ask you something, Randy. Let me let me finish that thought. Go real ahead, quick. go ahead, finish so, that thought. So I let's say ask. let's say for example, you you spin up that YouTube channel and you're practicing things. 
how many people have we watched and we're just watching them you know not the gurus not the pros not the ones that we already know that have the because you're kind of sometimes you say to yourself ah, i can't do that that they're so above me it's too much information but the person that's kind of practicing with you you know um you say hey let's let's do this together let's try some things and you watch them getting better and you're going wait a minute they're just showing me a process and now they're showing me the profits you can do the same thing. Go ahead, Rob. What were you yeah, asking? No, I wanted to ask you, why do you think it is that so many people are afraid to give away what they have for free? Oh, my gosh. I heard, I hear it all the time, especially with the new entrepreneur, not with the entrepreneur that's experienced. The, if you notice, the entrepreneur that has made their mark, made their money, they give away all kinds of stuff. And it's incredible. They're the ones you think they should be doing the courses. Mm. But I think it's because there's a fear that somebody's going to usurp my idea. Mm. You know, I literally put a big post out there on uh, one of the groups I'm in. And I said, what do you do when an idea you had but didn't implement, didn't execute on, you see somebody doing it and now they're making a gazillion dollars? Right. And I mean, people were responding. This happened to me. You know, I should have kept it. You know, I should have got it. You know, trademark. I should have. No, you should have went out there and put it out and gotten people excited and then says there's nobody that can do it like I can. Right. But it's that fear that somebody's going to usurp, grab that idea, run with it. Right. And, and, yes. and once you get experience, you know that that is exactly what you want people to do. You want yes. people adopting. Now, don't get me wrong. Does it happen sometimes somebody comes out and says, I got more resources than you. Thank you for the kernel of the idea and, and the insight, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to fly with it. But mm-hmm. they could then be helping you build your market. Thank you. I think you guys it's, hearing it's that so important. Build like that was, that was, that was, that was, again, he's dropping gems today, everybody pay attention because the, 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 the true Mr. Randy O is, is, is in the building and he's dropping gems. Here's the big thing that, that, that is so crazy. It was, a, again, it was a mindset thing. And what I heard you say was, even if somebody else comes into the market and has more resources than you can actually do it better than you, they actually are still helping you because they're able to build the market that you weren't able to build. That's right. They got the resources. Ten percent <laughs> of a million is better than a hundred percent of a thousand. Yeah, you're now pulling off a piece of a, a a niche. You're niching out, right? You're saying to yourself, "Now I can't tackle the whole thing." It's like, I call it the boil the ocean. So that's not mine. <laughs> I've heard that term before. Boil the ocean moments, right? You, if you're not the sun, you can't boil the ocean, but you can take a piece out. Right. And I think I got that from Blue Ocean Strategy, one of those things. Right. But you can take a portion out and boil that. Mm-hmm. Right. And keep yourself from dehydrating. Right. Exactly, so, exactly. so now so don't try to boil the ocean. Take a niche of a section and be the best in that niche. Here's what happens. The ocean looks over there and go, hey, can we reabsorb that piece? Because mm-hmm. that might be something that we didn't think about because we're boil the ocean, folks. Mm-hmm. We're the bigs. But you came out and created this nice little niche, got a nice little community of rabbit fans buying from you. Mm-hmm. Y'all hearing what I'm saying now, mm-hmm. right? You're taking a piece out and you created the processes. Now you're making profits. That ocean can come along and metaphorically, you know, uh, ocean uh, can come along and says, hey, we'd like you to be reabsorbed into us. So <laughs> here's we'll several million multiple. dollars. <laughs> well, let's Here, we some learn multiples. That, we learned that in reading the book. 
12 months to 1 million. Yes. Create something that someone says, we got to have that at some point. Yes. Right. Somebody else went out and built the market. You came out, you know, kernel of an idea. You, you release your fear. You says, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try this thing. I'm going to put a little bit out there. I know, I know it might get absorbed or yes. stolen. Yes, but and that's actually that understanding the entire spectrum of this. And this goes to kind of the, the, the fourth step that we talked about, right? Once you figure out how to scale that project, you, 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 you learn, you go through practice and you're doing it for free for two reasons. One, to get your name out there and two, to get your, your reps up, right? But then you start learning how to get paid for what you do. But then there's a step three where you actually have to get to the point where you can scale what you do to where you're actually making a decent living. You're actually making good money. But there's two more steps that go after that. You have to then understand that you need to learn how to teach what you do. Because mm-hmm. if you just are you, you're not duplicatable. When you're just you, you actually will hit capacity. And one of the things that was really interesting, and, and, and I'm a big Tyler Perry fan, right? And I'm a Tyler Perry fan, not because of the content that he creates, right? All of my ideas and all the rest of that type of stuff, like, don't get me wrong, it's funny how I laugh, but that's not the reason why I'm like, Tyler Perry is amazing, right? Tyler Perry is amazing because what he understood was that in order for him to grow, in order for him to explode, in order for him to be as big as he could be, he needed to get out of the way. And what he did was he went and he partnered with TBS and he said, TBS has stuff all over the country. TVS can get me interviews because he was making money. He was doing, you know, the Chitlin circuit and doing the, the stage plays and the, and the church circuit and all the rest of that type of stuff. But even if you had every Afri- African-American in the country watching what you do, you still only have 11 to 13% of the country. But TBS is in hundreds of millions of homes, right? Like it's in Every home is on basic cable, all the rest of that. If you can get on TBS, you can get hundreds of millions of people to watch you in a year. What's that called, everybody? Come on now. Y'all been a part of this. Even when, when, when John and I were doing this, we talked a little bit about this, right? And as Rob and I explained a little bit further, that's distribution. There you go. That's a and part went, of the process. And that's understanding that their system can take what you're great at and do what you're not great at, which is get it to more people. And what Tyler Perry did is instead of trying to become a master distributor, he stayed in his lane where he was a master creator and partnered with a master distribution channel. And that's how he scaled what he was able to do immensely. And the other thing that he was able to do, if you look at, he's got Tyler Perry Studios, guess what he started doing as well? He started being able to teach other people to do the things that he was doing. Because remember, he was doing it all before. He yeah. was creating, he yeah. was writing, he was directing, yeah. he was starring, he was he was promoting, he was you know um, marketing, he was securing the venues, he was doing all these different things. And that's why he, he put began, his name on it. And that's why he put his name on it. But here's the key. He then began to teach and find people who could do what he was doing so that he got to focus on creation. And yeah. now his team. Look into who runs his studio. Exactly. That's, that's the key right there, right? Look who runs Elon Musk's SpaceX. There's a woman that runs it, right? She told him, uh, I was doing a study on it, just trying to mm-hmm. figure out how he, he says, she says, you know what you need? A business developer, right? And I, I, I'm, near, I'm your person. 
She was brilliant and smart in her own right, mm. but she had expertise in an area. Now, they still get on Tyler Perry about not having a writer's room and all that kind of stuff, but he found, hey, this is what, here's my voice for the stuff that I'm writing. I want people to know my voice. I'm going to go do that. And then exactly. he has someone run Tyler Perry Studios. Look into that, dig into that. Now that's process to profits. One of the things that personally that I do is when I'm spinning up something, I say, could I write a book about this? And it becomes these moments where you have your index cards. You may go old school on y'all, but man, it <laughs> works better. You have your you know, index cards of, could I write a book about this? Right. Then I say, all right, either way, you could go blog. Could I blog about this? What would I say? Here's this new idea. Here's this thing, right? That's your practice. And could I take from that blog and create a book? That's your productization. Mm. And now from that book and from that blog, could I create a business out of this? Mm. Now, this is what, you know, now you guys know me, you know, again, when I'm talking about monetization, whether it's of your business or you as an individual, I'm saying you now have created from your ideation, from your energy, whatever it is, the process to profits. The process to profits, therefore, is let me do it this way. Let me see what I can create from it. First, the blog gets, does it get buzz? Anybody commenting on it? Anybody, you know, mad at you for writing it? Whoa, maybe you got something there. All right. Mm -hmm. And from that, could you expand the idea? Here's the product coming. Can I create a book from this? Right. From the book. Now you can take the book and throw it out on all these different channels. Give it away. You can do what Rick Valentine talks about. Hey, can I get paid to get paid? You can do all these different things. Now get this. Then you say, wait a minute. What if I broke that thing back apart and created a business from that? How would that look? Something in that you wrote, something in that is on those pages, whether it's in the book or the blog, could be a kernel of a business. Now, there's some stuff that we're not going to go into right here that we show you how to do that, how to pull it out and create it in a whole different way. Not just the productization, that's the book. But we're talking about how to make a business out of this one kernel of an idea because, you know, Rob and I have, have developed some expertise in this. How do we now do that? That it could be a corner of a thing that you could give it to some you know, high energy person that wants to come in and do the work for free because they want to bring a name to themselves, whatever it is. You say, hey, could you, okay, I'll tell you what, spin that up into a business. Mm -hmm. Here are some of the resources that you might need, but we really need your energy, your ideas, and your willingness to work for free on this. So that's your intern opportunity. So you see both ways. On the platform side, the business is saying, hey, I need to find some free workers, <laughs> interns, right? We've heard that before. And mm -hmm. how can we make sure that they get paid? Well, you say, hey, um, I'll split 50% of that with you. You've just put mm -hmm. them on game, right? You've just given mm -hmm. them an opportunity to start their business. And then when they get good enough, you says, see you later. What do you mean? See you later. Well, we're going to spin you off to your own division. You run that. Now you're not trying to control 100% of it. You had an idea. You let somebody run with the idea. You let them see if they can go out there and do something with it. And yes. then you said to them, take half. Yes. I don't need it all. Or take whatever percentage you want to. And you can now have given them the time to practice. Giving you the chance to see. Right. Yes. All because it started with this, this, and this. And then now you got the help. Now you may have a whole business segment. So, so, so Randy, what about the people that are out there that are listening right now and they're feeling like, you know, well, 
people just don't understand the value of what I'm doing. And, I, and, and I'm worth more than that. And I should be able to, 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 to charge more. And, and they're, they're stuck in this space where they feel like they can't get the value for what they need. What would you say to them where they're like, I can't afford to give this away for free? This is what I'm going to tell you. Get yourself a monetizer. Right. And it's literally in my notes, Rob. I don't know. You know, Rob and I, sometimes we don't we'll say, hey, here's a subject matter. And then we will do our own individual. But we are on point today. <laughs> right. And because we, we want to bring you that energy, we want to bring you not this scripted out stuff that mm-hmm. you're listening to. We want you to we want you to hear us argue about it sometimes. And I, I try not to argue with a lawyer, but every now and then I just can't help myself. Right. But, but we want you to hear this energy. So I'm saying here is you get yourself a monetizer. Right. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm known for. Right. Helping people monetize things. So the key is, is like here is how someone can extract your value, because sometimes you're too close to it. You can't see it. If you ever tried to do a resume yourself and then you had someone do a resume that you paid and they come up with all this cool stuff and you're like, how in the heck did you <laughs> because they're not you. you you'll devalue yourself. But when you get yourself a monetizer, they are able to extract value. Sometimes the person that owns the gold mine is not the person that's digging in it because you got people that can come in and go, oh, yeah, we can get it out. You, you, and you go, OK, here's a percentage of sales. Right. Exactly. Here's what you can keep if you do this or here's what I'm going to pay you. But the owner of isn't always the extractor of see mm. that understand that that's the key, right? I was talking to a guy the other day, Rob, and he's an idea guy. And I told him, I said, there's two things I want you to do. And this is a case where I I says, I'm going to be strong when I say this. First, get yourself a monetizer. In other words, a business developer, right? Same concept, right? Somebody to run the ideas. This is, and then you, you know, stay in shape, right? Because you don't want to, you know, keel over. You can see the stresses on them, you know, all mm-hmm. these different things. So mm-hmm. I says, in other words, you know, keep yourself in shape and get yourself someone that can do a lot of the stuff that you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. I says, at some point, you got to stop being the soldier and you got to yes. be the general. General. Yes. And you got to direct the troops. Visionaries and implementers, right? Yeah. You always, Simon Sinek talks about this and, and, and start with why there's, there's a number of different people in the field that, that, that discuss. There are certain people that are really great at coming up with ideas, at seeing the future. There are other people that are really great at being in the present and executing on whatever the plan is. And that's their life. They love checking boxes and making sure stuff gets done the way it's supposed to get done. You have to know which one you are and you have to find someone that is your opposite. So if you are an implementer, you and, and Patrick Bet David talks about this all the time, you might be a great entrepreneur. You might be a great Number two, you might want to be somebody's COO, somebody's CFO, right? Somebody's director of operations, whatever the case may be, because your skill set is in, oh, here's what we need to do, getting it done. But you hate having to come up with what we need to do. You hate having to think about what we need to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people, a lot of the people on my staff, they'll come to me and they're like, just tell me what to do. Right. Because I'm always trying to get them to think. I'm always trying to get them to see. I'm trying to right. I'm always trying to, to build them and, and get them there. Sometimes they'll, they'll get frustrated. Like, just tell me what I need to do. Like, I don't even want to think about what you're thinking, because I know this 50 million that, things. Just tell me what I need to do. And it's interesting because some people, that's where they are. That's what they're comfortable with. That's what they're really great at. 
And you have to understand it. If you're a visionary, if you're not, if you're in the entrepreneur space, this is one of the things that is, is hard for entrepreneurs to do because we also get into that perfectionist space and into that can't nobody do it as good as I can do a space, which is just a fallacy. You need to understand it. If you have a vision of something big, it's going to require more than you. It's going to be bigger than you. That's right. And so you've got to get good at finding those people and putting them in position to be successful at making your vision come true. And, and, you know, and we hear this in so many different ways, right? Get yourself a team, right? But then, like you said earlier, sometimes you just don't trust. I had an entrepreneur the other day says, I would like to show someone how to do this thing, but I'm afraid they might take it and go run off and, 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 you know, create it for themselves. I says, (laughs) well, that's always a risk. I says, however, here you are not being able to scale. You heard that term before everybody and not being able to grow. I said, so what if you did it this way? If you says, and if we do well, we'll create your own division. Now what you've done is taken them from working for you to being incentivized to create a good product so they can work for themselves. Yeah. We saw, imagine, see how Oprah did it, right? She had Dr. Oz on the show, created some controversy. Right. He said some things. People are like, what? Next thing you know, he's got his own show. Uh, <laughs> who else? Rachel Ray. Where'd they start off? Now, have they been talented in their own right? Absolutely. But did they get on a larger platform, test out some stuff? You guys hearing what I'm talking about? Uh, Dr. Phil, what, what did he do? Hey, I, this is what I do for a living. You know, I make a certain amount of money. I go on a distribute a platform that's bigger, bigger audience, and they go, we like that guy. Next thing you know, that guy's got his own thing going. What yes. did she do? She created Harpo Productions, and now Harpo Productions produces each one of these shows, and she's making money. Not all, all the money was her coming on every week. And, you know, she did that for a long time. She's like, look, I was tired of stuff. <laughs> coming on every week when you're the talent you have a job and she started making more money when she stepped away and started letting others take it here take it there take it here andrew carnegie said this for free 100 and get paid and 20 years ago 130 years ago i would rather have one percent of a hundred people's effort than 100% of my own effort. Did y'all hear what he just said now? Now I'm getting excited and you probably <laughs> see this on, you know, on the thumbnail. It'd be like me going like this. <laughs> this is what is all about the work for free to get paid. Can your business work for free? The metaphor in that, the ideal in that is, will you do a thing now that you may not charge your top dollar for so that you can get the practice, so that you can develop the patience, so that you can extract the profits, so that you can grow the business. So that you can then own the business instead of owning a job. That's it. We know, Rob, this is gonna, we're going to have to put this for a, uh, another uh, podcast. You know, when you have just created yourself a job, and not a business, mm. right? And you're feeling good about that job because you own it. Now, don't get me wrong. There's freedom in being able to do your own thing. But if you want to grow to a certain level, if you want to get to a point where you're not the only input there, right? If it goes away, so do you. Exactly. exactly. Right? And this is funny. I was doing a uh, consulting uh, earlier this week 
And the, the lady was talking about, well, what do I do for, you know, after me? Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, I, I know I can't get into much of it because I'm, I'm you know, under some confidentiality. Kind of but here is just a, a an idea that you're building the process to profits. You build the products. You didn't just give it away. Right. You didn't just give it away. Mm-hmm. You captured it. And now it becomes like a little mutual fund out there for you. Mm, there it's we the go. reason why, you oh. know, I do blogs. It's the reason why I, you know, I write my books. Right. Are all of them so bestsellers? Don't have to be. Don't need to be. There are a little mutual fund out there that returns right. this, that can be pulled in. And I talked about <laughs> this. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't get too much into it yet. I want to find out whether the people want to hear about this, though, because I because I will get excited. You will get excited about this. But I want to know from the listeners, give us a thumbs up if you think that owning a business, owning a system is better. Right. And gives you more freedom. Give us a thumbs down if you think that owning your work, owning your job, owning your masters, all the rest of that type of stuff, being able to be out there and do your own thing. If you think that's what's more important. Mm -hmm. Thumbs up if owning the system and not having to do the work is more important or thumbs down if you think that it's better to do it yourself. You can do it right. You can do it best. You're the person that needs to be doing it. Let's see what's out there. And if you all want to hear about that, right, if the thumbs up, get it. And we hear about business systems, Randy and I will come on and we'll talk more about business systems and how, as um, uh, Kevin O'Leary on Shark Tank says, how you can send your money out as little soldiers to bring more money back for you, to, mm. to, to take captives and, and, and bring them back, right, and to keep doing that. But I, I, okay, I want to so hear from you all. Tell us. I'm what curious you to see how that looks, too, about. right? I'm curious to see how what people respond to on that. And uh, it just becomes that really great opportunity, everybody, to think yeah. a little bit bigger than what you might be doing. This is something that Rob and I do when we go into different companies, right? Whether individually or together, is just helping them think differently. Think bigger, think process to profits, think what they can pull off, what you can peel off, who they can give it to, et cetera, et cetera. Who is the excited executive that you have underutilized? Mm-hmm. That could be running whole divisions, growing those divisions, mm-hmm. doing it on your dime, you know, and you because it, it becomes a different kind of R&D. Yes. Right. And I know we look, we talk no. about the individual entrepreneur, but we also talk about the business that, you know, uh, uh, the SMEs that are out there doing their thing, but haven't grown that are stagnant. Yes. And they don't know why, you know, we come in there and go, OK, this is why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rob, Rob comes so, in with his experience of process. I come in. Well, this is process, profits, process to profits. So go. we want to hear from you. Thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> right. So you guys leave us that information. And if you're watching this uh, in the YouTube channel, you've got an opportunity to put it right there in um, the comment section. Mm-hmm. But if you're hearing this, you can send us an email. It's two business guys mastermind at gmail.com. Two business guys mastermind at gmail.com. You can send us a little note and say, I think you guys are full of canal water. Here's why. <laughs> That's fine. We'll respond yes. to that. Let us but know. You also can send us, hey, can you mastermind on my business, on my idea? And we will do that. I want to start seeing this. We're going to open this up for you guys. This is something that we're going to be doing new that uh, I'm going to literally go out and seek these comments because yes. the two business guys love to mastermind on stuff, but we don't want to just mastermind on our stuff. Yes. There's a lot of times if you're hearing us, hey, we're working out some of our own deals. There you go. There you go. There you go. So out there in the world, give us what you got because you can get, again, like you said, we're getting practice. Give us your stuff. We'll knock it out and you'll get free advice. 
that's good. It's stuff. a win-win right. for everybody. <laughs> so, Rob, we, you know, we a lot of things that we could have talked about today, because when we get off screen or in the middle of the week before we get back together, I'm always sending Rob something and, you know, he'll send me something. Well, you know, I, you know, look, I don't have time for that. And I'm like, of course, you got time for this, you know, or, hey, I got a process. Leave me alone. I'm headed toward my profit. And I'm like, well, have you thought about this? Right. Sometimes this kind of stuff can just drive you nuts. But here's what we want you to really take away from today is that, yes, you can work for free to get paid, mm-hmm. right? We've given you some, some systems. We've given you some examples, right? Our own and outside of that. Mm-hmm. Use it, break it apart, and apply the principles that you have found from that breaking apart process and apply it to your business and let us know how it goes, right? Yeah, I, I heard something on one of my groups that says, don't judge the coach by how much money they make. Judge the coach by how much money they make others. Exactly. Right. And um, bars. Did, did, y- did y'all just Drop hear that? Mike. Drop the mic. Did y'all just hear that? So <laughs> how are you taking what we're talking about and applying that stuff? And then going, oh my gosh, I don't know where I heard it. Yes, you did. You, you, got, it, you got it from the two <laughs> business guys when we were masterminding on something. How is go. that now? helping you go into your areas. How is what you heard can be used, get this, can be used to now go to your client and say, hey, I'd like to try something. I heard it this weekend. I'd like to try something. And they give you the opportunity to try it. So you get a practice on their dime for free. Yes. And then you get paid. Yes. And then you get paid. So in the comments, for those of you all to take this out, go try it this week, go try it this month, make it happen. Put us in the comments. Let us know exactly what happened. Let us know what job you got, what deal you got, and how you use that testimonial, right? If you've done it in the past or if you do it this week, we want to hear about it. We want to see about it. So have a great rest of your week. And remember that everything you do, you need to be figuring out, as Randy loves to say, how to monetize your life. Monetize it. You can do it. Productize it. It's right there in front of you. (laughs) There we go. Just telling you. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye, everybody.